Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hashtag free Olivia or not. Plus, would you sell out your family for freedom? We're talking about it all tonight on the All Rise After Show. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV time. Now, Hi, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> welcome in, welcome in. If you are watching and or listening, then you know this is the All Rise After Show. My name is Alexis Brown. Today, we are talking Fool for Live, Season 1, Episode 6, and this is a really, really good episode, I feel, and I feel like we have a lot to talk about. But before we get into it, I'm going to introduce my girls, my co-hosts, because I cannot do it without them, starting with Princess, who is going to give us our special segment for today. Hello, everyone. So glad to have you back. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I missed you guys last week. Then we have Zuri, who's going to give us our news and gossip for today. Yes, hey guys. No, I have some juicy gossip. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, because she's saying everybody business, child. (laughs) And then we have Shantier, who's holding it down in the live chat. I am. I'm out here. By the way, um... Giants number one fan me was asking like where's Alexis Brown at? So oh, I'm like, Mo? okay, yeah. that's my yeah. friend. Mo. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I was like, she got me. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you, Mo, and I don't know if you're watching or not, but Mo, he watches the my Deuce after show. He Aww. watches I Love After Lockup after show. See? So he really loves After Buzz. So thank you so much, Mo. If you're watching or if you're gonna watch later, thank you for always supporting After oh, Buzz. Girl, he's in the chat yes. right now. Hi, all right, so let's get right on to it. We're going to talk about Liv and this case and this hashtag drama. We're going to talk about Billy the Snitch, or maybe people don't think he's a snitch. We're going to talk about Luke and Emily like we always do. Um, and then we got some weird court cases and some news and gossip for you. So let's get right on into it. Let's start off with hashtag free live. So we have Olivia McLeland. She was a personal assistant for a TV star named Haley who was killed by a heroin overdose. So we think um and she's on trial for it by saying that she was the one who injected the heroin into her um and this is a case where we saw how the media and social media and fandom um can try can basically make or break a case um i've talked a lot about how you know well not here but with people i know about how cases can't really sometimes be fair anymore Mm -hmm. because you have the influence of the media you have the influence of social media you have the influence of fans out there who can really affect what a case is so with that being said what did you guys think of that case and just this episode overall the lawyer just irritated me. <laughs> I feel like he should have been uh, charged with contempt. Like, don't hold back that card. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think to me it was just... I really resonated with what Sherry was saying about the control aspect. Mm-hmm. So I think part of me, it got it got under my skin in the way that it got under hers. Mm. So I think it might have just been that. I don't know. Okay. Same. The judge really got under my skin. It was almost painful to even see him open his mouth. Like mm-hmm. every time, just like digging mm-hmm. my 
like nails into my skin. Mm-hmm. But this, um, what the media reminded me of Six Nine's case, like just mm-hmm. every second, like getting yeah. updates of what he said mm-hmm. and everything. And I don't know how social media has impacted his case, mm-hmm. but I can definitely see how today's case that we saw mirrors today's times. Right. Absolutely. I completely agree with both of you. Um, the the lawyer was definitely irritating. And I find that he was definitely testing Lola, but what I appreciate about her is how she put her foot down. Mm-hmm. She's still kind of, you know, coming into herself, I believe, as a judge, so it was nice seeing her do that. Um, it was really interesting seeing him, like, how he was trying to influence the the, jur- the jury. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, like, waiting until they come out to make his little comments, coming out with the footage, like, stuff like that. Is, is is messed up because at the end of the day it's like do you really care about justice because she was mm-hmm. actually guilty mm-hmm. so for me it was like kind of opening up my eyes a little bit about how these lawyers can really just it's almost like they just want to win they don't yeah. really care what's really going on it made yeah. me think of something that Zuri said in the past which was the- hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They got Lola's home address. Yeah. And it made me think about, you know, they have their own elevators, but really should they have someone that's dedicated to watching their home, especially during mm-hmm. high profile cases? Mm-hmm. So it just took me back a couple weeks ago when we were talking about that. Interesting. Um, kind of going back to I know we all were super irritated by attorney price and how he handled things, but Aside from just him being just terrible, do you think that it was a smart approach for him to use the social media and the fandom aspect of it to try to win this case? I, I think so, only because it's it's real life. I mean, you see mm-hmm. stuff like this going on, so I think that they're trying to pull from, you know, what's really taking place. Mm-hmm. I think it was good, too, because she's a new judge, so she doesn't have too many big cases under her belt. He mm-hmm. also didn't have much of an argument. Like, mm-hmm. heroin's a hard drug to be doing anyway, so mm-hmm. when you're trying to prove someone not guilty for doing heroin, I feel like mm-hmm. your back is already against the wall. So he did what he could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think he did with what what he could. I mean, at the end of the day, it's up to the jury, and if they're protected, if they're A, protected from any outside influence, and or B, dismissed if they had any outside influence, I don't know how much the social media aspect would have really changed things. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're intimidated, then they can just be dismissed. I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I don't know the law enough to really figure out how much that would impact um, the jury. I mean, I think for me, how I took it was he was trying to make his, um, what is it called? His person? I can't, the word is escaping me for some reason. Client? The, his client. The person he was defending. Um, kind of not, like, put her on a pedestal, but I guess make her more likable because she does have all these followers. She does have a following. And by the jury saying, like, oh, free such and such, like justice for such and such, like all these people rallying around her. I guess to him, he kind of felt like this would make the jury think, oh, she can't be a terrible person. All these people love her. And then it kind of fell into, you know, why he wanted to show the video of 
um, Haley kind of coming at her in an abusive way. It's like, just she's this likable person who everybody loves and has this big following and seems like a great person and she looks beautiful. We have her dressed up really nice. Um, how could she possibly attack somebody? She's the victim in this situation. So for me, it was kind of like, I guess that was a cool tactic. But I think it, I do think it's unfair on this show and just in life that, you know, people, juries can be affected by the media. Um, the first thing that popped into my mind was R. Kelly's case. And I know this is a very, very touchy subject. And I am in no way saying that R. Kelly is innocent. But I do think the one disadvantage that R. Kelly does have is the fact that he there's been this whole documentary about his life and all this discussion about him on social media so much so that even if he didn't do some of the stuff he did people are going to think he did just because of what's been shown on the media right, so i right. think that's kind of been an unfair thing and i'm i'm glad that they touched on it on mm-hmm. here um and it also did make me wonder when i was watching and i would love to know what you all think you know I, I think this is the only case so far in this show where I didn't automatically choose a side because the whole time mm-hmm. I didn't know for sure if she didn't do it or not. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, for me, I, I I was wondering if she was going to be found guilty. I thought so only because of how annoying the uh, how annoying the lawyer was, mm-hmm. Price. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, he's probably going to ruin this for her. Yeah. Just because of how he was coming off. Mm-hmm. I, did I think that she was going to be guilty? I mean, honestly, no, yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't get much action outside of him. Like, I feel like we saw more of him mm-hmm. than we actually saw mm-hmm. of, like, the facts. And we only saw the other lawyers speak a few times right. in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. So I honestly didn't even have a bias. I think even the first five minutes, I was still kind of figuring out what exactly am I watching. Yeah, yeah we really didn't hear from the defendant, I guess that's what she is. We really didn't hear from her. I mean, she she looked great. I, I did want to mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> um, actually, I think everyone's makeup. I really like the makeup this episode. Um, but yeah, I don't think we really got a chance to hear from her. So I wasn't sure what to think either. And I guess that's because this court case was really about the lawyer and less yeah. about the defendant. So, Or to Zuri's point, I barely heard from the prosecution. We didn't really hear his evidence until the very end and it made me wonder, has he just been sitting on this picture <laughs> the whole case <laughs> or did he find it out towards the end of the case and just kind of lucked up with the fact that he found it? it? It really made me wonder, has he had this evidence the whole time? Mm-hmm. And if so, why wasn't it put out sooner? And is it just because they wanted to really just shine the light more on the fact that the defendant the defendant's attorney was just annoying, you know? What do you guys think? I feel like it was just shining a light more so on what we've been wanting to see from Lola, her put her foot down. So I think it was more of like a Lola transition than it was like an actual about the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I was wondering, and I just completely lost my train of thought. Let me get it back. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know Moment. why I just went blank um, I'm just going to move on because I went blank Wait, but before you do yeah. I want to mention something um, so my friend Mo, Hi, Mo. So, <laughs> where did the where did the um, that lawyer say he was going after his client was on the bus to LA County did he say a wine he tasting he was going event? to like some sort of menu tasting or yeah. something yeah something oh. fancy and that okay. com- thank you Mo because that completely brought back what I was trying to remember so <laughs> Mo yeah Mo Mo for the win but um 
Do you think, as far as Attorney Price was concerned, do you think it was strictly just about winning this case for him? Or do you think it was more than that? Do you think he really was just trying to come for Lola? And if you do think it was just because he was trying to come for Lola, why do you think that is? I think it was more of him. Even at the end, I felt like his conversation with her was never... It, to me, it just gave off that it was never personal. It was just because I want to, I just want to win. Okay. So that's kind of where I thought. I thought he was just sleazy from the get go. And even the fact that he just went out for dinner, even though this poor girl is about to pretty much lose the rest of her life, I just feel well, like. She's a murderer. I mean, she is. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he's not, th- he's not thinking about his client and their humanity. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's thinking about, well, I got dinner reservations. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that just showed more of his his character. Right. So, yeah. Okay. I think it was a bit of both. He obviously has a really big ego, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he would have tried that in a seasoned judge courtroom. Yeah. So I think he was just really just trying to hit all angles where he could, but yeah, both. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. I think it's definitely a bit of both. Um, but the fact that he, like I said, going back at the beginning where I was saying that he waited till the jury came back out to make his little comments, and then with him even just showing the video, to me, he doesn't have any type of respect for Lola. Mm-hmm. That's that's obvious, but I really also believe that he just really wanted to win the case. Yeah. And I know, I understand that's that's how it's for a lot of lawyers. They, they want to win. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like... I mean, they're paid to win. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, and, and I think Lola even said, like, don't you care about justice? Like, I could have swore she said that. Mm-hmm. She, she did. did. And yeah, I think that so. his response showed how he thought about the justice system right. in general. So maybe Lola was just, like, the symbol in this situation was yeah. an example of just how he feels about justice in this nation as it is, you know? So mm-hmm. nobody thought it was, like, because she was a woman or because she's black. That's good. I mean, I like I said, I think because she's not a seasoned judge, I think mm-hmm. that he done that, he did that. I think that could also have played a part in it because basically, who is she? So I I can see that too. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's good because not everything is about race, I guess. Well, I yeah. thought that he had like a history of being this type of person, or I thought at some point someone brought that up that he's that type of lawyer. Yeah. I don't remember. I just feel like I still have so many questions about this case. In addition to just not knowing if they had been holding on to this evidence until the very end for a particular reason, I still don't know whether or not she really was being abused by Haley. Like, was it simp- did she simply just kill this girl because she was jealous of her? And then I also feel like um, Olivia kind of gave in on her answer so very quick. quick. Yeah. Dude, like, he didn't even have to pull anything Mm-mm. out of her. It was just like, she don't have bruises on her wrist. I did it! Like, it was just like... <laughs> maybe that's why she didn't speak the whole time. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. Um, what did you guys think about the fact that she had a stylist? And I know it came out um, later that the stylist actually was the one kind of putting out the information to the public, but I know when she came in in the beginning, I was like, are they even allowed to do that? Just another one of those questions with this show is like, is anybody really allowed to do this? I have something back to your last point. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, I can imagine that the picture was brought up, but because her lawyer was so bad, mm-hmm. like he never even put two and two together. Like there's no mm-hmm. bruises in this picture. Maybe. And when the she was basically saying like I did it, and I don't know if you guys remember in the last case, and I wrote that in my notes. Like this is our second case where the person is incriminating themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird, mm-hmm. but like 
the last case, she's like, wait, wait, wait. I, like, I need to talk to my client. She's up there, like, telling on herself. Mm-hmm. He didn't even stand up, no jaw drop, nothing. He didn't mm-hmm. care. So yeah. I think he probably did see the evidence and was just like, whoop, she's guilty. Time for dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, so what did you guys think about when it did come out that the stylist was the one putting out the information? And how do you think that the court reporter was able to put two and two together like that? I don't know how she was able to put it together. I, I just, I, I wasn't really sure about her role. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what's, I didn't really see the point of it. I mean, That's the fact that fair. She, right, the fact that she had a style, I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. for, for what, girl? Yeah. Like, um, but... I, maybe she just had that. Maybe she just had that 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 feeling because she yeah. was on her phone a lot. So mm-hmm. maybe she just tested her. Yeah. But the minute she did that, I was like, okay, she's probably the one that mm-hmm. took the picture. I mean, it was kind of obvious for yeah. me. Okay. Well, I think we saw a few episodes ago too that what the person wear means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy with the beard. Remember, he shaved his beard, and that was like the turning point in his case. So mm-hmm. I can understand needing a stylist, especially because you're an influencer too. So that also takes away her credibility if she were to walk in there and then JC pennies two-piece suit <laughs> like this girl's well, been fake the whole time so i completely agree with that and i understand that. i guess i guess the fact that she's kind of like lingering around at the courthouse like mm-hmm. it's like girl get her ready and then go do you, yeah, and then go home like, <laughs> why are you in her outfit right why are you hanging out at the court room like and then she even left with bags and like a, it, looks, <laughs> yeah. it looks like an outfit like, well, it she was for her outfit. brand she had to be seen to at be the courthouse the for okay the brand. She, uh, <laughs> so, so, that brings another point too i guess that with that being said do you think that the attorney hired her specifically for that reason or do you think that was just her way of getting her followers up mm. i think it could be twofold i think mm-hmm. she could see it as She's getting her followers up, but I think he probably paid her a, a pretty penny to also do that. And who okay. knows, they might have this long-standing relationship mm-hmm. where that's kind of... Their thing. That's her, right, that's their thing. Mm-hmm. So I could see it being a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's all, like, moving pieces. Like, you have to play the part. If this girl's, like... The picture that's being painted of her is that she's a nice girl, really likable, well-dressed, personable, and she has to have everything. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> She's a criminal. <laughs> what um, Go ahead. Oh, and so I was just going to just jump in the chat real quick. Yeah. Um, hey, Cameron. Um, <laughs> and then Mo was saying that um, when Lola told the jury to disregard the lawyer's comments when they walked in, how can a jury just unhear that? Right. But And obviously, like, they can't. But with her telling them to disregard it, they just can't take that into account. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also I guess like how can you? Before. But it's like how can yeah. you not when you hear that? Yeah, right. I always think that too. She said, I think she said that in the last episode too, when they um, when the whole lockdown happened, and it was like I can't unsee that. Like I'm still gonna think what I thought <laughs> because this just happened. When yeah. I'm like, oh, this didn't happen anymore. So that's a good point too. I wouldn't have never thought about that. Yeah, I thought she was gonna question people the way that she did in the previous episode mm-hmm. too. I don't know. What did you all think about Lola's address getting leaked? Why do you think that was a thing? Like, what do you think people would have been doing with it or why it was a thing? I don't know. I I almost feel like that they just did that to kind of get us to see her relationship with Sherry, which Mm -hmm. I'm happy that she started to really open up this season. Yeah. Because I feel like she's growing on me. I like her. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I don't really see the point of that. It's like, yeah. who, girl, who will leak it? Who will leak it? Yeah. The whole thing, this whole episode for me with like her being a hashtag and her being in a magazine and then people wanting her address is like, are people really like that with judges? 
I don't know. There are some I, obsessed fans out there, though. Yeah. I feel like because she was being painted as the villain, like, social media took it to, like, you're about to incriminate. You know how passionate people get. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, like, I feel like they were just painting that she was a bad person, so people were taking it into their own hands, mm-hmm. kind of to, like, make sure justice was served. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like what we see today, too. I feel like people go to the extremes mm-hmm. or... Yeah. You know, we see different things and we're just like, but wait, like, we don't even know the truth yet. And yeah. here's like mm-hmm. all these accusations mm-hmm. and assumptions. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like I and I wouldn't be surprised if Judge's address really got out like a big Maybe. profile. And we could just be too young. This could have happened in like mm-hmm. some other trial that yeah. we don't even know about. But yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to think of like all these celebrity trials that pop up and it's like, I got to know the judge's address <laughs> because I need to handle this. But I'm also not a crazy fan yeah. for certain people. I love Beyonce, but I don't think I would show up at her judgment. All right. Well, before we move on, Shantier, do you have a message for our viewers? I do. I just want to say that thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV talk. If you guys are on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. And if you're on iTunes, please give us five stars. We we actually can't take anything less. So five (laughs) is your only option. Um, We just want to just, again, thank you for supporting us and allowing us to do what we love. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for watching. Thank you for that message. (laughs) And for the people in the live chat, keep talking to us because we see it and we want to know what you think. All right. um, Let's talk about Billy the Snitch. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time I was watching it, I was like, I can't believe this man is snitching. But I wanted to know what y'all thought. Is it I mean, if you were in that situation, your freedom or your cousins, you know, what would you choose? That's tough. But can I just say that I cannot stop saying Benny and Kenny. They said Benny and Kenny Benny so and much. Benny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's those are the two names I remember the most. I'm mm-hmm. like Benny and Kenny. Yeah. Um uh, that that's look, I'm just gonna be honest, like <laughs> I would I probably wouldn't have snitched. Yeah. I just I feel like snitch, snitches get stitches. Uh-huh. And I I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. But it's tough because I yeah. feel like I, I can't exactly remember what he would have got. I think it was what was a he a year I think in prison. A year in prison or county. It was like 3 years probation and a year in county jail right in the beginning. My thing, I mean, I would never do anything like that anyway, but I'm just like, if I was him, I feel like I probably, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't write out the other, the other people. And then you kind of already see the grandma basically was saying, yo, life at risk, bro. Like, she, <laughs> she basically said that. <laughs> like, they coming for you. Yeah. Look, see, Giants, wait, Mo said that grandmother was a gangster. Yeah. Oh, she was. <laughs> she popped out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean... To, if I were Benny and Kenny, I also wouldn't let my cousin take the fall for me either. Mm. So I think it, it's it's tough because if you look at the family relationship that they have, it doesn't seem like they're the type of family that sticks up for each other anyway. So it, it, it's it's tough because it's also it can also be flipped. Like why aren't why are y'all letting me go down for this instead of? I mean, he was a part of it though. He was, but so it's was like, he, where are y'all at? Like, why they hiding, the girl. One? They don't want to get arrested. <laughs> there's still so there's so much. I guess to me, I think yeah. there's so much selfishness mm-hmm. on both sides. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah, it, it just makes you wonder if Benny and Kenny, you know, if the roles are <laughs> reversed, would they hold it down or would they snitch to be free? I don't know. What would you do, Larry? I would not tell. 
Okay. I would just take that jail time. I definitely would have fought for like more, mm-hmm, yeah. um, like a lesser sentence. Mm-hmm. I probably would have low key cooperated on some other cases. Like that's not us, but we were thinking about it. I don't mm-hmm. know something to like get my case a little bit, my time a little lower. But I wouldn't have snitched just because I knew what I was doing. Like. Mm-hmm. I did this. It wasn't my first go around. So that karma was coming back around either yeah. way, like whether it was this case or the five cases ago, it was mm-hmm. coming around. So especially for the things that he's done in the past, like a bank robbery, mm-hmm. like you didn't take that one year to slap of the wrist and keep going. Look. And that was my <laughs> thought, too. It's like, like you said, I can see if he was just taking the fall for something that he didn't do. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't think I was snitch. But at the same time, you were right there with them. They, you just didn't, you got caught and they didn't. So is it really fair that you throw them under the bus to protect yourself? But at the so. same time, I've never been in a position where I could be facing some jail time. Right. Same. right. Same. Um, and so. that's going to live with him forever versus yeah. them. They got off scot-free. Like, mm-hmm. uh, well, they said it wasn't going to be on his record. I think that was another stipulation. Yeah, that was part of the, the deal. Yeah. Is that it wasn't on his three record. Years pro- three years probation? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest the deal. Drive. Then it was going to be on his record then, right? Mm-hmm. No, if he took the deal, then he wouldn't. It wouldn't be on his record. But if he didn't take the deal, then yeah, it would then be he would. He still would have done jail time. It just would have been way more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still could have found a way to find Benny and Kenny. Um, I feel like Benny know. and Kenny gonna still come after him. Just saying. I mean, because yeah, especially the, I mean, the, the relatives. Right. The feds came. Grandma saw. Grandma mm-hmm. gonna. She gonna. <laughs> grandma gonna snitch. Yeah. So, yeah. Even even though he tried to go back, it's like it's too late. You yeah, already Yeah, at this point grandma already knows yeah. that, you know that she, she got that address book too, she gonna tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the fact that they did find something at the grandma's house, how does that work now with him kinda going back and saying that he doesn't wanna tell? Is mm-hmm. it is it too late? Because they did find the evidence. Well, I think he did end up telling. He just didn't want to tell before actually knowing, okay, I'm not going to go to jail. So he got the three years probation, but he didn't have to go do the one year in county jail. But now he's going to have to deal with his cousins and his grandma. (laughs) And it's like, which is worse, that year in jail? Or I guess it would have been more if he didn't take the deal. But at the same time, Benny and Kenny sound like they some big dudes. Right. Who they sound okay scary. with doing some bad things. <laughs> look at the grandma. Like, That's she rolling up like, what's up? So what you think his cousins don't look like? Right. And I, think also I don't want just, these problems. This is how it's complicated. Look over your, looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, I feel like that, like we said, I've never been to jail. I've never been facing jail time. Yeah. But I, even as a woman walking across the street, you're, like, nervous. So mm-hmm. I couldn't even sure. imagine, like, every day just wondering are my cousins and my grandma and whoever else like watching me yeah i want to say just as a side note i really want um i i really want our lawyers to get therapy (laughs) and i say this because i feel like and it the same issues come up in every episode and i just want to make sure that they're actually addressing it Mm. and it's not continuing to be a pattern and continuing to be an issue like man we talked about this twice and we're only at episode six we know your father is who he is Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to say that like i just don't want to hear about this issue again let's talk about that because it ended up with a situation when mark and emily when she was trying to get a bigger plea deal a better plea deal and she brought up families and he automatically was like oh you're trying to make this about my dad did y'all take it like that because i didn't no he needs therapy like (laughs) (laughs) how did we get here yeah But then it also was like, 
And I, I feel like this about this show altogether because it seems like all these people are friends, but they go up against each other and they're helping each other. And, and it's like, how can you really be working with a prosecutor as a public defender with someone who you're obviously close to because they know all of your business? It's like, I feel like is they're not in the justice system and maybe it's just to show where there's like a conflict of interest. Like, okay, y'all are really good friends. Maybe they shouldn't be the prosecutor on your case. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't, like, I think think that makes so much sense, but I couldn't imagine the justice system going that, like, far. Like, I couldn't imagine them caring that much. That's true. It's a mess already. Mm -hmm. It's imploding on itself, so I can't imagine them, like, taking the extra time to say, actually, they're friends. Let me do the extra work to find someone else. But even, like, like somebody like Judge Benner, who knows... Mark's relationship with Lola that they meet up in this stairwell every day or however much they do it and knows their relationship but yet and still his boss is the person that's the prosecutor in her case mm-hmm. so I would think to be fair Judge Benner would be like you're gonna have to have a different judge and I don't know if it's like like I said I don't know if that's like that in real life or if that's how it is just because of the show for show purposes but it kind of makes me wonder like Okay, well, maybe I need to make sure I get lawyers who got friends with all, who are friends with all the judges. <laughs> I wonder if there's enough for that to even be considered. Like, if you think about how many, if we're just going off of the number of characters in the show, how many um, p- public defenders there are, how many people who are part of the DA's office, and how many judges, like, everyone's bound to have a relationship That's some true. way. So it's kind of like, well, who else am I going to swap him with that he doesn't know? That's true. So I wonder if it's yeah. like that. I yeah. also feel like this isn't just like your one-stop shop job. Like, this is like a 25-year like so investment. So I feel like at mm-hmm. some point, someone's going to have like a relationship with somebody. Yeah, Absolutely. that's true. I agree. Yeah, because I guess it's kind of like, you know, like with us, we all want to be hosts and we all know each other. And, <laughs> you know, everybody in the media industry knows each other. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but I would just be worried going into it, like, oh, man, they friends with the judge. Like, I yeah. know I'm about to lose. <laughs> I would really feel away. Um, going back to Billy the Snitch, um, <laughs> we keep calling him that. Do you all feel like it was kind of handled too easy? Like, and this kind of goes back to my feelings about the whole friendship thing. It was kind of like she just went to him and was like, can you please just make it a little bit easier? And he was just like, okay. <laughs> and it just makes me wonder, like, and I hate to be the person who always makes it about race. But I was just kind of like, okay, well, here goes another situation where the white guy just gets off easy because, oh, grandma's mad at him. Like, what did you all think of that? Did y'all think that was fair? And do you think it was handled correctly? Because he still was involved in the crime. (laughs) So because grandma's mad, like, that didn't take away from the fact that he was still in this crime. What if she just took advantage, like, unknowingly, took advantage of a vulnerable moment for Mark? You know, maybe it just happened to be perfect timing on her end that he's in this soft, his this soft place. Mm-hmm. You know, this very touchy place. So maybe it's that. Maybe. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I agree with all your points. Like I think race and sex played a huge role in it. I also think it didn't seem like he was too interested in this case to begin with. And mm-hmm. I guess like when you really deal with big cases and big guys getting their daughters off mm-hmm. like cases is probably just like why is this even on my desk That's like true. almost like disrespect like what are, what are we even doing here so That's a good point. he didn't seem very invested in the case at all okay i i didn't really think about that mm-hmm. i just i think for me i just focused so much on the case with olivia mm-hmm. and uh and the price and then 
also just seeing like what was going on with Lola and then her relationship with Sherry. I just feel like that, that case was just like something that they Some just filler. Threw Honestly, in. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I think that we with every episode, I mean, yes, there has been two cases kind of going on yeah, with this it's Mark's one, case and Lois' case, right? But I think with this one, just a little bit different. So. I didn't think. I just thought that they just didn't have time. Like they, they, was, they were running low on time. They had to just like they were like, hey, we're gonna cut this scene. We want to make this shorter. So I thought that's what they did. Mm. So I had I only had anything to do with race. Okay. So you think it was a writing thing? Yeah, I think it was a writing thing for sure. Yeah, I kind of felt like that going back to Olivia's case. Like they were like. Well, somebody has to win or lose, so let's throw in a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and just have her admit to it after the picture. It's so, always those pictures. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, somebody just happens to find a picture, and here we are. We won the case. But I love this show. I don't want y'all to think I don't. I would just be calling a spade a spade. Um, okay, so let's talk about Luke and Emily, because they've just become their own topic at this point. Um, they finally kissed! <laughs> oh, my gosh! Well, Emily... Decided to shoot her shot. Yeah, she did. And she wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw how she grabbed him. Yeah, she grabbed the back of that neck. She didn't want to that do was that. Sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. She no. I, I was here. She for it. was yeah. really pushing for this yeah. episode. She asked for like three dates in this episode. She's like, she oh, put I can come on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it though. I love it. She got all dolled yeah. up too. I liked her outfit mm-hmm. for the date with the couple. Yeah, she That's didn't the best look she's like yes. Ross. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't look disheveled. Right. Yeah, she, she got she got a curling one. She was like, I'm about to look real cute. I feel like that's been something I've been seeing a lot lately. Like, although it's cuffing season, it's been like a woman woman Mm -hmm. shooting their shots. What do you guys think? My friend Akia, she's one of the hosts here. She says it, shooting your shot all 2019. Yeah. I'm still like, I can't just yet, but. That was my motto too, but I got swerved a little bit more times than I'd like to. (laughs) Lexi, you shot your shot? I'm actually a good shot shooter when it comes to that because I'm, I'm just very open to just going to talk to people, but I've actually been getting swerved lately. Oh, uh, I oh can't my. take the rejection no, no. more, y'all. Princess, what do you think? Should women shoot their shots? <laughs> Make the first move? There's yeah. So, there's part of me that I need to know that you're you're seriously interested. Yeah, like in this case. Right, there's some sort of commitment. Mm-hmm. And then I say shoot your shot. Like, I think he had proven himself. Yeah. So I think he was worth the shot. But if it's yeah. a situation where you're like, I'm still not sure, then I'm just going to yeah, stay yeah. on this side. She kind of <laughs> met him halfway. He she did. kind of pushing. And I think uh, that episode where he was upset about the, the police work and mm-hmm. he wasn't really, like, fooling with her, mm-hmm. that's when we really saw the reverse of her where she was like, oh, let me try a little harder. <laughs> and then this is the episode where she was like, look, I ain't waiting no more. Like, I'm yeah. going to go after what I want. I was yeah. actually... I think even when they had the double date, I mean, we already know that she's into Luke, but even how she was just trying to downplay it when they were on their little double date, mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, do you know? Yeah. All right, she was denying eye contact. Right, yeah. she was. Because shit, I, you can feel when somebody's staring at you, and mm-hmm. he was staring. He yeah. was undressing her with her eyes. Well, I'm yeah. proud of you guys, because <laughs> I'll like you for 10 years and not say a thing. <laughs> I don't know why, I just... I think in this case, like she said, as long as he's showing some sort of effort and you know, okay, if I shoot my shot, you know, he's not going to block it. He's right. going to just let me keep shooting my <laughs> shot. But. 
I don't know. We'll see. All right. Let's get into our special segment, Weird Court Cases. Yes. So this week, I actually identified with, I guess it's the plaintiff. Um, So in 2009, according to The Guardian, Trina Thompson of New York sued Monroe College, which is where she went to college, for tuition, which is about $70,000, because she was unable to find employment for a year after graduation. She also sued them for $2,000 for stress. I would have sued them for more Mm -hmm. if you're going to go that route. But, yeah, what did you guys think? 2009 was back when there was the recession, and it was hard for a lot of people to find jobs after they graduated. So, I don't know. What do you guys think of it? I think any time I can sue someone for money for stress, it's a win. Fair enough. <laughs> if I can sue my job for stress, you know, I do it every day. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like I put in all this money, all this time, all this work to get a degree – and I'm still sitting here with a person who has no degree. It, it, that's a lot of money. 70K is a lot. So. I mean, but if you think about all the people who didn't find jobs after school and them suing their school, like, there would be no schools. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it is true. Though they're still living off my interest from my uh, my student loans. But still, yes. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um... I mean, did they guarantee her a job after school? I think that's, like, the big part. Like, if they guaranteed her a job after school and she didn't get one, absolutely, Sue. Mm -hmm. If not, it's like you took a crapshoot and you lost. Yeah. And it's just what it is. I completely agree. Girl, (laughs) people always trying to sue. Like, yeah. (laughs) And there's just, and there's so many factors that play into it. It's like, okay, well, what kind of major did you have? Like, were you, like, a... I don't know, sociology major where there's mm-hmm. not really a lot of right. jobs in that but other than like, being a teacher or I don't know. But it's like, yeah. welcome to adulting. A yeah, lot of us didn't true. get jobs after college. I got that's true. I got my degree. It took me seven months to get a job and it wasn't even doing what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. So it's like... Especially in our industry. Also, right. was she like a yeah. 1.4 GPA student? Like, did she... <laughs> you know, like, did she... That's a good point. Yeah. I'm gonna assume... I don't know. I'm gonna assume the best. I mean, even for me, it took me about two years to get employed after college and Mm -hmm. it is kind of it is a crapshoot but at the same time I think the way that we're raised and the way that culture kind of groomed us for college it was like oh this is the surefire way to success but it's hard to sue the college it's really you can't go after an ideology it's really what they represent you know but I get where she's coming from, you know. Seventy thousand is a lot of money to yeah. feel like you threw down a dream. But hopefully she's employed and hopefully she got <laughs> the two thousand nine. I hope so. <laughs> hopefully she you know, it became worth it. But yeah. yeah. Nice. Thank you for that. Yes. Let's yeah. get into our news and gossip. Yes, so I made it a little more juicier than it was Ooh. in the beginning, but it's not that juicy, sorry. <laughs> it's on Jessica Camacho. She actually wanted to study law, and I was mm. like, wow, I think that's such a full circle moment to yeah. be on this show. She mm-hmm. said that she wanted to study law because she would be able to advocate for people who really couldn't advocate for themselves, so mm-hmm. this show is actually a really good fit for her, because in the interview, she talked about how their family on set and how they get to talk about real court cases and how they're so thankful to be able to bring those to life and relive people's stories. Nice. And it was way less money to get this job than going to law school. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, good job for her. Hopefully I have that same type of luck. I'm going to say, I want to be Beyonce. And then maybe I'll play Beyonce. (laughs) Right. Because I can never be be Beyonce. All right. Let's get to our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. What are we thinking? 
The predictions are hard. For this yeah, because it's so different each episode. I mean, I got one, but I'm reaching. Mm-hmm. So because Luke, because Emily and um, Luke finally kiss, I'm thinking that the ex-boyfriend gonna come. I feel like we're gonna see him, mm-hmm. and I I feel like that because it's so. I mean, come on, this is gonna be 22 episodes. Let's talk about this. 22 <laughs> episodes, true. which I'm happy about. <laughs> but um. I, for me, I feel like the kids came a little fast, so I'm wondering, okay, something may, like, rock them a little bit. And mm. I think the ex... I need the ex-boyfriend to come and shake it up a bit. Interesting. Yeah. I think we're going to see Sherry have a meltdown. Like, I think oh. we saw, like, a look into her personal life, but mm. we also didn't see a family there. There was nothing. So I feel like we're going to see... Kind of like a Judge Benner. Mm. Like, how when mm. she, like, came out, we didn't know that she was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And she also got broken up with and mm-hmm. kind of came in in tears. So yeah. Sherry's on the way. Okay. Mm. Um, I agree with Emily and and uh, why can't I think of Luke? Luke? <laughs> How can I forget Luke? <laughs> um, I agree with Emily and Luke. I think that her ex husband is going to come back, and I think that Luke is going to defend her, and she's going to love him even more. Aww, yeah, that's so beautiful. Aww. Um. One thing I kind of was wondering about Emily and Luke when I saw them have that kiss because they had it in the courthouse. I wonder if it's going to be an issue that because they work together and they're in the same world and environment, mm-hmm. if that's going to be an issue in their relationship. Are they going to have to hide it? You know, are, can they be open with it? It seems like everybody pretty open about relationships on this show. So I'm interested to see. This is more so, I guess, just me wondering than a prediction. What's going to happen with that? side of their relationship? Um, and then I say the same prediction every week. Are we going to finally see an episode where everything doesn't end the way we hoped it would, where there's going to be some disappointment or there's going to be something that kind of shakes things up and it doesn't work out the way they should? Because, honestly, like you said, 22 episodes, I don't know if I want to see 22 episodes of them just always winning. True. I, like I know I, I don't want to see 22 episodes of random people yelling in court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down like another one. Yeah. Sorry. Or, yeah. <laughs> or 22 of Mark complaining about his father. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of things we. I'm happy it's getting 22, That's a but good enough. Point. If they're going to keep bringing up his father, then we need to see some resolution or exactly. him having that conversation. Something. Or I'm going to add that. I'm still that mad. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been so fun, but we have to get out of here. But before we go, ladies, let the world know where they can find you. Right, you guys can find me on Wednesdays, The Masked Singer at 7, and Thursdays at nine for evil and on Instagram and Twitter at Sean Tierra. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Zuri Shalise. You guys can find me on Wednesdays on the Almost Family After Show and then we're also starting an after show for Hallmark movies to Countdown Ooh, for Christmas. I know. It's yes, starting on Sunday. <laughs> and you guys can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Princess CTV. Nice. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Lexi Fierce. That's I am L E X I F I E R C E. And if you're just in an after buzz mood, you can check me out on the Deuce at 10 o'clock tonight. We want to see you in the live chat there as well. And until next time for All Rise, bye. bye. Our founder, Kevin Odegaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.